welcome to Singing the Blues. I'm Dom Housley. And I'm James Marriott. It's been just over a week now, as we record this, and I'm not often lost for words. I still don't really know what to say about the events of last Thursday at Hillsborough. I'm, I'm still a bit in shock, to be honest with you. I have to be fair to you, because, I mean, it, before we started recording last week's podcast, Dom, before we before we clicked record, you said to me, do you know what? I don't think it's impossible. And I laughed. I laughed at you and said, don't say that on the podcast. I'll have to laugh at you again. Um, you, you had, it was only small, but you did genuinely have belief. I'd given up. I thought, honestly, never even crossed my mind. I... I, I just found it funny that there were people... My mate John messaged me as well and says, you know, I think there's a chance... It's only a slim chance, but I think there's a chance. And I just thought, what a prat, what an idiot. You know, people that have convinced themselves that we can do this. Never in doubt. How how wrong... And I know I'm not the only person that, that, that thinks like that. I think I'm, I'm kind of representative probably of a pretty decent-sized chunk of our fan base who thought, just got to do it, got to go through the motions. Uh, we we almost referenced it, didn't we, on the podcast a couple of times, saying like there's conversations that we want to have, but we've got to go through the motions. We've got to let this game get out of the way, and then we can start the postmortem. I, I, like the fact that we're sit he- sitting here now, and we're going to be talking about a trip to Wembley this weekend. It's still, it's it, I, my brain can't deal with it. Uh, it's just, it's mind blowing what's happened over the last week, and it was everything that the first leg wasn't. It was everything that since you know that kind of limp into the season that we saw from Wednesday and there were some wins in there and actually you know it wasn't it wasn't a, a disastrous end to the season 97 points actually in good form going into the playoffs but it, it felt like a limp end to the season it was everything that the last two or three months have not been I'll pull you up on that is 96 points and sorry I mean, technically on stats and I know where you're coming from Wednesday they didn't end the season with a whimper because I think they won five of the last six but, no, they, they did, yeah. but they effectively won those matches when the pressure's off and that they knew the top two was out of the hands. And so yeah. you can't... And, and they weren't, they weren't classic performances no, either. No. It was a bit... It was all a bit wobbly. We were still leaking quite a lot of goals yeah. and just like there were a lot of things that you're like, it did feel a little bit... Not quite wheels have come off, yeah. but no, it didn't feel right. It was like, something's not right here. Something's not right. And and then that that that... That performance, a lot. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you in terms of the fact that I don't, I don't think we sat here talking about that was the greatest Sheffield Wednesday performance of all time because actually there was um, there was a lot of missed chances. There was uh, quite a bit of luck involved when when actually you, you um, take a step back and look at that game. Peterborough probably feel that they were quite unlucky not to go ahead or certainly not to score in the first half, um, and they were quite sloppy. So yeah, it's like. Everything, everything came together and fell into place. And who doesn't want the goal to be like ninety plus eight? Like you know that it couldn't be more perfect. When you're a minute and a half over the the added on time, that, you know, it's literally the last kick of the game. That that's that's how you want to do this, isn't it? It's the most stressful thing in the world. There's just nothing better. There's nothing better. I disagree with you again slightly. That I think we did see the performance of the season in that second leg. It wasn't from the players. It wasn't from Darren Moore. They were all very good. The fans, the support, the cacophony of noise. I've never heard Hillsborough like that 
in all the years I've been going, James. I don't know about you. And I think the message that Darren Moore gave on the big screen before the kickoff, that got the crowd going. You know, that was inspired. Whoever decided Darren Moore do a piece to camera for 15, 20 seconds, G up the fans, get them going. And honestly, it worked a treat. But for everything to fall into place the way that it did, James, for me, the key was Wednesday had to score within the first 20 minutes. They had to pull yep. one back, and they did. And from that moment on, I thought Peterborough, they were overwhelmed by the occasion. And it's all credit to Wednesday that... There were some huge performances on the night. I don't think Callum Patterson has ever played better in a Sheffield Wednesday shirt. I thought he was a warrior at right wing back. He caused carnage. That's what he did. You know, just complete chaos. He's popping up here, there and everywhere. And we saw it for the fifth goal where you have to give plaudits to Darren Moore. He made two changes and putting Liam Palmer into midfield who'd not played in midfield. No one saw that coming. No one did. And this is when, you know, when we come on to the team selection for the final in a bit, and if you're Barnsley right now and you're trying to figure out how Wednesday going to line up, it's impossible. Darren Moore will throw a curveball in for the final. I've got no doubt. You know, I'll try going for a predicted team ahead of Monday and I'll get it wrong. And, you, more often than not, ninety percent of the time, you get it wrong. <laughs> you'll get, you'll be one out, or it changed the formation, or whatever it might be. Um, but I honestly think when you're talking about that second leg, it it Wednesday created playoff history, right? You know, and that match was talked to uh, in the national sphere. It went global. Right, you know, it's in, we're talking about it in that context. That's how significant it was. What the achievement that Wednesday, you know, and what they pulled off, it was monumental, and it was a monumental effort from the players for Darren Moore to pick them up after you know everybody had written them off and criticised them, and rightly so after that shambolic first leg. And to then deliver a performance like that, to uh, you know, hold the nerve on penalties, it was incredible. And yeah, there were grown men and women reduced to tears in the stand at Hillsborough. People were hugging each other. Right when the equaliser went in, like you say, in Fergie time, you got to love mm-hmm. it, eh? Mm-hmm. The irony of it. Uh, and I did love the fact that Darren Ferguson complained about it, despite the amount of time that they wasted throughout in trying to slow the game down and all the antics. And so, yeah, for Liam Palmer to score in the eighth minute of when there should only have been six added on, the drama... That's beautiful, isn't it? It was just unbelievable. Uh, And, I, 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 you know, I think whatever happens in the final, we're never going to forget the miracle of Hillsborough. You know, that is down in Wednesday folklore and people are going to be talking about that in 10, 20, 30, 40 years' time as one of the great Hillsborough matches. Uh, I'm, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying, apart slightly from the bit at the end. The, you know, to kind of say, whatever happens in the final, you know, we'll always remember that night. I, I, it, it was a great night. I'm not sure that it counts for all that much if we don't now go on to get 
promoted. No, I, I agree think, with that. Know, it, yeah. it, it's 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 uh, it's brilliant, and we will always have it. What we've got to do is at some point in the next couple of days, is say right. We draw a line under that now. It's now about going out and winning on Sunday. And whether Darren Moore uses that in his in his prep and his, his approach to the matches is is up to him. He, he's, um, I hope he's now earned the trust of um, fans that we say some really quite unpleasant stuff. And, and and let's not go too much into depth on um, on on that because I don't want to dwell on any negatives. But there was some really unpleasant stuff that was said in the aftermath of the um, Peterborough game, which was really unnecessary. Not just about Darren Moore, but about some of the players as well. Um, look, there's a few there's a few little things that I want to go on to. I mean, I, look, first of all, look, let's let's let's. And I, you know, I said a few minutes ago, it 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 wasn't actually like you know the in terms of the actual performance, it wasn't really the greatest of all time. Um, what I do want to say is that every single player played their role in 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 that you know everyone turned in a brilliant performance and i don't think that kind of thing can happen if you do have one or two having an off day everyone was 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 great um i thought marvin johnson played fantastically and and um you know that that just that liam palmer goal like just the whole way that that's created it's a great goal and it's like this is the eighth there was no panic there though everything it was just a brilliant goal and and just credit to to everyone for for that peterborough played it wrong peterborough got it absolutely wrong and and darren ferguson needs to go away and have a look at himself about um that because um to 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 get it so wrong when you hold all the cards is just i i i don't know how you bounce back from that i really don't but i actually want to i want to go um what I was going to talk a little bit about is uh, it was it was clear, wasn't it, from the very start in terms of there was there were different tactics going on. We've not seen Wednesday go direct, so direct, so early on in a match before. Cameron Dawson, every time he had the ball, it was going long, and we were playing from the first minute like it was the last minute, like that intensity that um, it was just ferocious. It was quite relentless, and when you play like that, you're going to score goals. It doesn't. You don't need to be particularly accurate, like, you know, brute force. If you have enough shots, you will score. Interesting, by the way, the final stats, people have more possession than than Wednesday did. So, you know, I just think it says a lot that we look at that as being a really dominant Sheffield Wednesday performance, when actually the stats kind of say, mm, kind of kind of wasn't in, in, in that sense. Um, I think that's interesting. But look, let's go back to the end of the first game, right? And it's 4-0, Wednesday 4-0 down. And we've all given up. Like you know, this is this is worst nightmare. Uh, and Peter can't remember who it is. Peter play clean through on goal. Cameron Dawson pulls off a fantastic save. Right, that keeps it at four nil, not five nil. At the time, we're just like, might as well score. Doesn't doesn't matter. Um, without that. There's just no chance. If we're going into that second leg five nil down, you you can't come back from that. You just can't come back from 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 that. Um, and I think you know, in hindsight, what a huge moment that is. And it sounds daft because kind of saying keeping it at four nil keeps us in the game. We weren't in that game. The, it was it was it was miraculous that we got back into it. But what a huge huge moment that is. And there's there's other things as well. There were some saves actually in the first half of the second leg. Cameron Dawson pulled off a couple of good saves. I think if Peterborough score early on in that game, heads go down, it's over. It's done. So it's just, you know, ev- everything about the build-up to it, the way that the club played it on social media, Darren Moore and the stuff that he said, everything about it was just perfect. It was. And do you know what? When you're looking at back at the stats, the incredible thing is that with the attacking 
talent that Peter Burt have got, James, they went, I think, from the 47th minute, something like that. They didn't actually have a shot at on Wednesday's goal until they scored with the uh, the own goal yeah. from Lee Gregory. You know, I, they, they were terrible second half, weren't they? They it were just really like... Just, them in, it, it was the nerve. They didn't know what to do. No, they didn't. And that's why, you know, we always say that... Or oh, two nils a dangerous scoreline, but it it actually turned out that four nil is uh, a precarious scoreline in a two legged playoff um, affair. When you know the other team they go two nil up in the second leg, and I, I think they just were rocked by that. And uh, yeah, defensively, it has to be said that Peterborough are pretty flimsy anyway. You know, it's not the first time that they've leaked as many goals as they did in in the second leg. And and so you always felt that with the right mentality and approach and application, and if Wednesday you know, showed that right attitude and got everything right, that they could do some damage and inflict some damage on that Peterborough defence. And boy, they did. And you, you have to, again, take your hat off, I think, to Darren Moore for the attack-minded approach. And it had to be. And, and it's going to be completely different in the final. I, you know, I can't see them going that attacking but it was a case of all your best attacking players on the pitch we thought there wasn't a lot on the bench but then you you look at it and Vokes and Flint came on and had a big hand as well in some of the goals too so everything I think Darren Moore touched turned to gold um, at Hillsborough uh, and and yeah, I, I, I think that you know tactically they just they got it spot on. You know, you know, I think you know I don't like singling players out, but I mean if you're going to say that you know one player I thought was a little bit quiet over the two legs and hopefully saving his best for the final match of the season is Josh Windass. Yeah, you know I think that you know Josh Windass played in two different roles in the two legs. Uh, and it will be fascinating to see what Darren Moore now does with him. I've no doubt he's going to start. He's got to start. He's one of Wednesday's best players. And he's had a really good season, you know, when he's been fit. And so it's how Darren Moore will use him in in the final and trying to get the best out of Windass. I mean, that could have a big bearing on the South Yorkshire derby. To be fair to Josh Windass, he played a really key goal, didn't he, in the Reese James, um, a really key role in the Reese James He's got a penalty as well. Very important. Yeah, you're right in terms of like you know we've seen we've seen much better, haven't we, from Josh Windass? He's been more. Uh, I'm not sure sure where he is in terms of fitness as well. I think we've got to take that into um, consideration. Um, But yeah, I mean, look, I think we both say it's it's kind of unfair, isn't it? Because you 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 don't win a game of that magnitude because of individuals. It's it's entirely a team performance. And and I think one of the complaints that maybe we've had about Wednesday this season is that at times they don't feel like team performances. It's individual moments that have been winning um games. And um yeah, I mean, you kind of think, you know, do you, do you get promoted just with individual moments that that win games? Does you need those where you win games as a team? And and we couldn't have had a better example of of that than than um, than than last week. I also think and we've kind of touched on it, but you know, the the character to to fall a, a goal down in extra time. Um, and I think there was a feeling then of oh we all this work and we've thrown it away. There was a real kind of like ugh, 
like downer kind of thing and no one really wanted to let on that it was kind of like it felt like that was it it's like we're not we can't do this again now they're, they're shot those players are absolutely shot the 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 character to to stabilize after that could have collapsed to stabilize after that to carry on creating chances some superhuman performances from players who were clearly struggling like you know they could barely walk um and they kept going and they kept going and then Callum Patterson pops up with you know you say best performance of the Wednesday shirt can't argue with that I think you know he's been um he's had some really great games this season he's at times he's really shown what he can do and I'm not sure that we've really seen that before this season from from Callum Patterson he's changed my opinion of him quite a lot I think he's a really important player for us um what an intelligent goal to score as well. The way he, he like dummies the keeper with his eyes. He 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 makes eyes like he's gonna play it one way. And the keeper, you can see like the embarrassment on his face, because he he's he's going the wrong way and he's just gotta stand there and watch the ball trickle incredibly, painfully slowly into the back of the net. Super intelligent goal, marvellous moment, at a time where it was I mean, that was almost like a miracle in itself, a little mini miracle that it was, it felt like we've done all this hard work, we've thrown it away. And then up pops Callum Patterson with that just remarkable, brilliant moment. Um, and then we've got to talk about penalties because, you know, it, it's, I think it's inbuilt in a Sheffield Wednesday fan that when we get to a penalty shootout, you might as well go home. It's not really worth staying for. It's, I, I mean, penalties like just, I mean, they're great, aren't they? They're such a dramatic way to end any football matches. When your team's not involved, when your team's involved, they're an absolute nightmare. Awful. But um, character from from every player. The, the only one who's maybe a little a little bit lucky to score, Will Vokes. It was just pure brute force that, that the keeper couldn't stop that. But it doesn't you know that, that's fine. You can score them like that. But then up steps Jack Hunt, like nonchalantly just chomping away on his gum. And the goalkeeper stood in front of him trying to put him off. Jack Hook just could not be less interested. Cool as a cucumber. One of the best penalties I think I've ever seen. Perfect. And then just turns around and stands there as if like, there we go. And I'm just, it's like, everything about the night was mind-blowing. But even the way that we um, that we tackled the penalty shootout, just brilliant. I love the celebration from Hunt of... It was it was Cantona esque the way that he just turned there. It's just it, cheeky just grin, wasn't it? The team to Wembley for God's sakes. It was, just, it, it was incredible, wasn't it? And and I think going back to your point on character and the, and the mentality and the t- we all know that you know, Darren Moore in in the last two and a bit years has tried to change the culture and fix the the, the mentality side and and there were big big questions understandably so after you know the way things went in the first leg and the way that Wednesday threw away automatic promotion they did and I, and I thought it's quite telling wasn't it the big embrace between him and the sports psychologist Tom Bates who you know at the full time you know that must have gone on for the best part of 30 seconds or so and they worked so hard to try and pick the team up after that huge disappointment of the first leg uh, and, that, and and the detail too and the preparation and Darren Moore spoke about it, didn't he, in the, he, in the he, dressing he, room, he, in, the, in that he, video. He doesn't really talk about but, stuff like that, does he? So it was, it, was, it was quite revealing to get that insight and Barry Bannon's obviously yeah. talked about it quite a bit as well and you, you, you kind of like, in hindsight, you think, oh, brilliant, it works. But then you think, if you go back to after the Peterborough game and, and if you're Darren Moore and you sit down and go, 
how do I do this? How do I approach this now? Like, what what a difficult situation that must be in to think, I've got to convince these players that they can do it, and then go on and they do it. But he did, it, and that's it, the thing. And, just... and it's the penalties. It, like the, they practised penalties, and it was there then, you know. <laughs> like, in that pressure environment, those players stepped up, and they did the business. And, you know, you, ha- you really do have to give them so many plaudits um, and the praise, but the job's not done. This is it. I say, we'll remember what happened at Hillsborough, but I tell you what, we're going to remember this season a lot more fondly if they go to Wembley and win. Wembley is... It's everything. Wembley is not a place for losers. It is a place for winners. And we know that from experience with Wednesday seven years ago, that that was... Um, you know, big feet, and what Wednesday did was huge. That was unexpected this see You know, that year they were underdogs for the final. They didn't turn up. The roles will be reversed on Monday. Wednesday will be the bookies' favourites, um, and they've got experienced players in the squad. They've got the quality. They've got players there with promotion pedigree. They should be able to handle the occasion. You know, you hope and you're crossing your fingers that they won't freeze, you know, on the big day. Um, but they're playing against a dangerous side. You know, Barnsley will, you know, be quite happy, I think, going in as the outsiders and people will be talking more about you know, how important it is for Wednesday. And, you know, Wednesday are going to be taking over 40,000 fans. Um, and they'll be thinking, oh, you know, well... We can be plucky Barnsley, and but you know they've got a good side. Yeah, Michael Duff has done an exceptional job there. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, Wednesday, if they underestimate them at all, they will lose. Um, but I just feel like you know Wednesday they deserve promotion, James. But they've got to earn it now, and it's one mm-hmm. final push. You know, you look at it, and the records are broken, and half a season unbeaten, twenty-four clean sheets, ninety-six points, record you know, total in any other year. They'd have got top two, probably would have won the league. It it all comes down to one match, though, and it really you know in people's minds, you know, they will remember this season. But I, honestly, this season will go down as one of the greatest in Wednesday's modern history but they have to win it's as simple as that can't can't, i I can't agree with you strongly enough and and um i think the the problem that we've got going into this game is that wednesday have, have, have proved very recently that you know we absolutely have form for getting it right on our day we can get it right the problem is we've got form for getting it wrong um, and we can't afford for that to happen. Barnsley will punish us. Barnsley can score goals. Um, I, I'm, I, 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 I'm struggling to get my head around the idea that this game could unfold without Barnsley scoring. I think we've got to account for the fact that Barnsley will probably score in that in that game. There's a there's a fair chance that Barnsley will score. We've got to account for that. Um, and I mean, I'm not a football manager, so I, I'm probably completely wrong on that. The, the other thing that I think is quite interesting is all the talk so far in the build-up has been about the Peterborough win and about tickets. 
not many people really are talking about the game on Monday that's ahead of us. And it's not it's not fans' job to do that. It doesn't matter. But the whole kind of dialogue, the rhetoric around this week has been about reflecting on the Peterborough whip, which is fair enough. You know, stuff like that doesn't happen very often as a football fan. Milk it, like enjoy it for everything that it's worth. And then everything's just been tickets, 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 tickets. All anyone's tweeted about everything, just tickets, 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 tickets. And I'm like, well, we've got a game of football that we've, that we've, we've got to think about. Like we've got, um, again, you know, we're fans. It doesn't really matter whether we think about it or not. It, what matters is, is that, that preparation there, but it can't like catch us out. Can it, you know, we've, we, we have got to be prepared for this. Barnsley are not going to roll over and say, fair enough. You got 90 odd points. Fair enough. You probably should have got automatic promotion. Fair enough. You pulled off the comeback of all comebacks. What we'll do is we'll let you win this one, lads. You deserve it. That's not going to happen. Um, there's so many little fiery ingredients, isn't there? South Yorkshire derby. Barnsley have already done the double over Wednesday this season. Um, the th- This whole thing about you know the extra 6,000 tickets, Barnsley putting that statement out. I, do Barnsley really care about that? Is it mind games? Is it this kind of like poor old little Barnsley kind of thing? Like hamming that up? Like there's so many little ingredients in it. For me personally, this is my worst nightmare. Like I was born in Barnsley. I grew up with Barnsley fans all the way around me. Being the sole Sheffield Wednesday fan in a a school of Barnsley fans is not that much fun, especially when at the time Wednesday were good and Barnsley were rubbish. Like, you know, this is playing them in a playoff final. It's my personal worst nightmare. Like there's so many little things and and, and, other people will have their own little kind of, you know, ingredients and, and, and little things that that make this what it is for 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 them. Some fans, this will be the first time that they've that they've gone to Wembley. There'll be fans that didn't go in 2016 for whatever reason that are going now. Um, I I, I was there in 1993, the last time that Wednesday won at, at Wembley. There's there's other fans that have never seen. Probably the majority of fans in that in that in that stadium on Monday will never have seen Sheffield Wednesday win at Wembley. That's an awful statistic. I think probably every other South Yorkshire side has won uh, at Wembley more recently than Sheffield Wednesday. There's so many little things, isn't there, involved in this match. It's going to be a glorious sunny day. It's going to be a perfect day for football. It's going to be up to three o'clock... For most people there, it's going to be a perfect day, isn't it? It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be seeing, you know, I know I'm going to see friends that I've not seen for four or five years. We've not yet, post-COVID, had chance for our paths to cross. Probably people that I've not seen since Wembley in 2016. And and there'll be others that have got similar stories to tell about, you know, what it means for 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 them. Actually, the, the people that I'm sitting with at the match, I've not been to a football match with this same group of people for probably a good five or six years that we've all been together at um, at the same football match. And, and they're tiny stories. Everyone's got their own. But this is so significant, isn't it? It's so, like, whatever it means to people individually is so important as we go into that. Come five o'clock, all that matters, are Sheffield Wednesday in the Championship or not? One, one good thing is we're not going to need to play Barnsley for at least another year. That's the good thing. It doesn't matter what happens. Like, we, we ain't playing Barnsley for at least another year, probably 18 months. But, you know, come five o'clock or however long it takes for that game to be finished, there's one stat that matters. doesn't matter how great a day anyone's had. doesn't matter about the people that you've seen and caught up with. It does matter. But, you know, ultimately, 
promotion. It's about promotion. Yeah. No one wants us to be in this league anymore. No Sheffield Wednesday fan says, "Ah, do you know what? League, let's stay in League One for another few years. Let's let's struggle. Let's let's limp through the next few years of our our history, hidden away in the third tier. No one taking notice of us. Like you know, we we this is this is everything. This is Monday is everything. Well said, James. Can't disagree with you. And we've said before on the pod that the longer it takes you to get out of this league, the harder it becomes. And you only have to look at Portsmouth. Bolton ended up going down into League Two. Charlton. There's loads of examples. Ipswich until this year. How many years was it? Five years, six years, something like that. That it took them to get out of League One. This is Wednesday's chance. You know, and you said it, I think, in the last pod that Wednesday built a side this season to get out of League One. So ultimately, they will have failed if they do not win and they do not get over the line. Um, that's, you know, it's harsh. And, you know, I, I, everything I said before about the points tally and this, that, and the other, and the records they've broken. Um, but when you break it down, it, it, like Wednesday, you know, and the, the omens are good that you look at it in um, 2012, it, you know, that was the second year it took them to get out of the League One then. Um, and I think in 2005, it was the same. So, you know, they're going for a hat trick along those lines. And, and, you know, you look at it and you think that, you know, tactically, I would say that Darren Moore was certainly outfoxed by Michael Duff at Hillsborough. That was that was Wednesday's only home defeat of the season as well. We should remind people, you know, that's staggering, you know, the way that Wednesday turned Hillsborough into a fortress and a place that teams fear coming to now. And then, you know, I think you can read a little bit in, more into the reverse fixture, can't you? You know, when you when you look clearly and dissect the two matches that they've already played this season. And Wednesday, I thought, were superior to Barnsley for a lot of that match. Ended up losing 4-2, as we know, at Oakwell. And it was a a big moment, you have to say, in Wednesday's season as that ended the 23 match and beat and run. Um, and I think what Barnsley demonstrated that day is that their press Wednesday, and if Wednesday aren't good enough on the ball when they're trying to play out from the back, they are going to, you know, they're going to come up a cropper. They're going to make mistakes. And Barnsley, I look at their midfield, and and that's where it's going to be won on Monday. That you know how Wednesday compete in that midfield area of you know, and I think Barnsley have got some really good technicians in there. Herbie Kane, Connell. Right, you know they've they've had excellent seasons uh, of Barnsley, and going back, you know, and Duff. This is the thing that you know Barnsley were a mess twelve months ago when they got relegated from the Championship, and so Michael Duff uh, to pick them up and get them going in the right direction. You know he's done unbelievably well, um, and and you know we could say the same about Darren Moore up to this point, but you know this. For Darren Moore's legacy as Sheffield Wednesday manager, it's leading Wednesday to promotion now and, and making sure that the players have saved, hopefully, their best performance of the season for Wembley. And I think it will be a low-scoring affair, James. I don't know about you. I don't expect it to be 
a thrilling final for the neutral. I don't. Uh, I, four, I, it, four one Wednesday, mate. Yeah, it has to now, won't it? You know, hopefully I've just you know, given it don't, the Dom House and curse. Don't give us a Dom House an official prediction because that was that was the moment that everything changed before the Peterborough game. Yeah, when you had that decision to make, is this an official Dom prediction or not? And you decided it wasn't, and that's how that's why we went on and um, and won. Um, yeah, you're right. You, 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 we've talked we've talked a few times, haven't we? And I think probably me more than you, dwelling on this thing about Darren Moore needs promotion this year. Like for for him as a as a manager, his his career maybe it's a bit dramatic to say it entirely rests on it but at the moment statistically he's got two relegations to his name and no promotions like he really needs this um and and this you know there's so many different little mini stories here whereby all, you wrap this up and just say look this this moment is everything and um you know this is this 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 has to be a case or our free zone there's no like well whatever will be will be now nah, screw that win the game right we're favorites for a reason we are probably i don't think it's outrageous to say technically probably a better squad than than barnsley just go and do it right whatever it takes get the tactics right get the team selection right there's no point in talking about team selection we can't we can't second guess it we don't we don't know we don't know those players inside out the way that darren moore does now after such a long period working with them um but there's no there's no mistakes this moment is everything he's 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 got to get all that stuff right nothing left to chance there's no there is no case sarah sarah there is just getting it done now I just wanted to leave a really you know, long pause there so that we you know, for dramatic effect that we could have that. No, but yeah, no, you're right. I, and I think, you know what, we should talk about the team, so like, you know, how Wednesday going to line up. And and I, I think Darren Moore has got some like, seriously tough decisions to make and he's going to have to you know, leave out some good players. Um, and, and you think, you know, Patterson is a case of point of where outstanding at right wing back and so does he keep him at right wing back or is he going to put Liam Palmer in there Aidan Flynn I personally wouldn't be starting Aidan Flynn I'd be concerned over the lack of pace if you put him and Michael Heckwin into the back three you know we saw from Peterborough in the first match in the playoffs that that didn't particularly work uh, but you know Reese James Definitely has to start, and I, I think left side centre back and Marvin Johnson left wing back that picks itself. But it's then in midfield. So does Will Vokes come back in? I, I think he does for me. I think they need extra protection. Does the back three? I think they need some energy and you know that athleticism that Will Vokes will bring and tactical fouling as well. There'll be plenty of that if Will Vokes is there. You know he's very good at disrupting counter attacks and stopping teams' flow. You know, he's as close as Wednesday've got, I think, to a Massimo Luongo, isn't he? I think, you know, his, his folks. And so that's why, for me, he'd have to play. Um, but then, this is it. It's Windass, Gregory, Smith. If you play Windass up top, one of Smith or Gregory is going to miss out. And that would be incredibly harsh too. And that's, it, it's weird that we're going into, you know, the final, James. And you, normally you'd think, oh, that eleven pretty much bar maybe one player, it would pick itself after 60-plus matches in a season. But actually, Wednesday, I look at it and I think, yeah, Darren Moore could end up making three, four changes, potentially, for the final. He's got options there. It's how he wants to go. But he has to get it absolutely bang on. 
it's interesting this because I go back to um, 2016. We're going to compare the two, aren't we? It's natural. That's what, we that's shouldn't what, that's do. what happens. That's wrong. But, but it was interesting if you, if you think back to the build-up to that, that week. There was this same question, wasn't there, about Sam Hutchinson had been out. He was back fit and there was this question of, do you stick with Alex Lopez, who'd been playing that, that role for a few games? I think he played both the um pretty sure he played both the semi-finals against Brighton in, in that role. Or do you bring Sam Hutchinson back? And that was the real big big call. Um and, and and they're not comparable, but we've got a similar thing going on here. Do you bring Will Vokes back into the team? Similar thing. Uh, and <clears throat> Carlos made the decision, brought Sam Hutchinson back in. That that's not what lost the game for us, but a lot of fans will dwell on that and say, "Do you know what? That was that was a mistake. That was a mistake. Alex Lopez should have, have played in in that game and bringing Sam Hutchinson back. The midfield was 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 just you know, it was it was flat. Um, similar, similar. It, it feels so similar, doesn't it? That it's you know it's it's a similar question. Is is what is kind of on everyone's lips, on everyone's minds going into it? We can't get it right. You know, and nor should we. It's not. It's not for us. There's only Darren Moore that's got that decision to make. There's only Darren Moore that knows what the right or potentially wrong answer is. We 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 can't we can't do anything about. It. We can't analyse that until um, um, until um, Monday night when um, when it's all done and over. But it, it, I just find it quite. Um, Stark that that the, the similarity in 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 terms of that just that similar debate going into this game than than what it was whatever that is seven years ago. Is there's no question marks over injuries? You know, I think that's like the good news for Wednesday. I, you know, you, I would say that you know, you've got Byers for Mayo and and Wilkes. I, you know, Byers is the biggest miss. You know, of players that Wednesday haven't got available who we'd be talking about would be in the starting 11 uh, and we'd be having another different conversation over how Wednesday would line up. Um, but yeah, with Liam Palmer, who I thought did ever so well in midfield last week, it, like, do you stick with him there? Wednesday's player of the season or, or do you, you know, put him to right wing back where he's played most of the season? But I mean, yeah, I, th- I think wherever Palmer plays, he'd do uh, you know, a really solid job as that's what we've seen from him. Throughout the course of the season, um, yeah, it, it's it's gonna it's a team effort, it really is, and I, I think it's so tricky though. Um, it's not a bad position to be in where you've got genuine selection dilemmas. Uh, and by the way, I, 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 it doesn't um, bring me any joy to say this, but you know we could be in for a long afternoon. We could have extra time penalties. So it, we could be in a similar scenario of where we're talking about the difference that the subs will make uh, and that it, how Darren Moore uses his bench will be important as well on the day and when he decides to freshen things up. And that's where I give Wednesday the edge of where I look at them and I think they've got more options than what Barnsley have. And, and you look at the season as a whole, Wednesday did finish... 10 points clear of Barnsley. You you were right. You're right with what you said before. They are, on paper, a better team than Barnsley. It won't count for anything on Monday. They, they still have to go and do the business. Right? That's what they have to do now. And we're just keeping our fingers crossed that they will. Do the business. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Do the business. Um. 
think we're going to have to wrap it up there. Um, I, I kind of feel like I could sit here and talk about the Peterborough game for at least another four hours, quite happily, um, and could could get into so many in-depth conversations ahead of Monday. But at some point, the talking does have to stop. And as you say, it's it's now about doing the business, isn't it? So uh, we will we will leave it there. What, what what are you heading down? I'm heading down on Sunday afternoon. So yes, getting there Sunday tea time, hoping to soak up a bit of the atmosphere of the League Two playoff final. Get there for you know whoever's won between Stockport and Carlisle. You're getting down a bit earlier, aren't you, in the day? A little bit earlier, yeah. We're setting off kind of uh, early-ish morning, kind of mid-morning on um, on Sunday, just depending on a few factors. We've given ourselves plenty of time to get down. So, yeah, be there a little bit early. It, I think it will be uh, the most Wednesday fans that have been together in the same place for at least since probably Cardiff, won't it? Um, it's, it's yeah, 40-whatever thousand will be the most number of, of Wednesday fans at a game for for a long time um it's going to be a great atmosphere whatever your plans are have a fantastic time have a brilliant brilliant weekend up to three o'clock on monday um and then we will we will be as one as we um as we see you know our 90 minute season unfold under the the wembley arch um and yeah we will um we will see you back here to reflect on it all next week big thank you to our gold partners at title law solicitors um i know ollie obviously is down off down to wembley as well hopefully we'll um we'll bump into him as well have a brilliant bank holiday weekend up the owls and we'll see you next time 